Thanks for downloading this episode of Updating E-Commerce, a podcast where I talk to leaders and solution providers in e-commerce about current trends, innovation, and news in the industry. I'm Dylan Gray, a founder of Boom, a startup combining state-of-the-art AI with psychology research to deliver a new, engaging shopping experience, personalized product recommendations, and data-driven insights. Today, I'm joined by Ted Charalambides. Ted spent over 11 years as head of e-commerce at bathroom retailer Splash Direct, where he rapidly grew their online presence. He moved to Lily's Kitchen, a pet food brand, as an e-commerce manager before taking the lead as head of e-commerce and is now building a unique online experience in the same role at Packed Coffee, a coffee subscription retailer. Ted, it is great to have you here today. Subscription e-commerce is rapidly growing. In fact, I read recently that it has doubled in size year on year for the past five years. What schemes or marketing have you implemented that help ensure you retain customers once they have subscribed? Uh, yeah, so we, we have a pretty robust CRM program um, here at Pact. Uh, we, do, we, are, we are built on a subscription model, although we do have also a store that allows customers to actually buy one-off bags of coffee from Pact. Um, and the way we do this in terms of trying to engage and retain our customers once they've subscribed is being clear on the reasons why ultimately consumers do shop with Pact. Um, and those reasons can, can sort of dig into sort of our USPs in terms of our direct source um, trading, where we go direct with our farms. Um, we have complete transparency across the supply chain delivering the freshest coffee we believe you will find on the market from any other D2C brand um, that has allowed the business to grow. Um, and now we are, I would probably like to say hand on heart, the, the largest specialty coffee retailer in the UK, um, lockdown and all the rest of it. Um, but we, we use various methods. We also have various runs on limited editions where we like to engage with um, our current active database, but we also look at customers who have churned um, to see if there's any way we can get them back into uh, the packed subscription. Um, and then another key critical sort of path for us is looking at the store. So store customers, how we can convert a store customer into a subscription customer. It, it's a pretty, um, uh, important tasks that we do at Pact as well. Oh, cool. So what are the reasons that you get from people who cancel their subscription? What are the sort of top three? So the most, the, probably the, the top three, I would say, are too much coffee is, is one of them. Um, and again, we allow complete flexibility in our, in our tech stack, which allows you to pause, delay, cancel whenever you like. And you can do this from pretty much the emails that we send you um, on a 40 hour basis. Um, you've also got uh, too expensive, which is obviously a big one as well. Sometimes it becomes a bit of an expense when you've got all of these subscriptions um, going on and, and you've got a number of these subscription companies now popping up. Um, so we're all fighting for the same sort of pound, if, it, if, if that makes sense. Um, and the third one is um, didn't really like the last coffee I got. But again, we've got complete flexibility in terms of allowing the customers to change their coffees and they can also now rate their coffee. So if you didn't like your last coffee, 
you can you can rate your coffee we will then make sure that if you didn't like that coffee you won't get the same type of coffee because the coffee's coming for different flavor blends um, or flavor profiles as we call it um, so ensure that we're giving you the best experience and not actually sending you coffees you're not going to like it's interesting one about price because it doesn't come down to necessarily the price of your products but it is as you said it's the aggregate price of all the subscriptions that people have at any one time um, and that's I think one of the one of the core concerns around subscription is is it a core set of shoppers who consistently sign up for subscriptions or is it something that everyone's going to want to do I think the landscape's changed and I think the the, the biggest opportunity that we have seen over the last seven months during lockdown is the shift from um, from sort of your bricks and mortar to actually people are now looking at subscriptions being the most convenient way to get, we call it like a commodity product like coffee or razors or whatever else you subscribe to um, because it is that convenience piece. And I think packed what we've done really well over the years is we've built out our team to make sure that anything we do from a tech perspective is taking the consumer as being like the number one touch point. So making sure that whole process is seamless. So you can come in as a subscriber, um, you will get a trial offer uh, pretty much. You can then cancel any time. But the view that we take is that consumers actually love what we do. They love the product. They love the convenience and flexibility that we offer. Um, and the chances are they will remain customers with us for a while. Fascinating. So what are the main challenges you experience with developing a great user experience with subscription e-commerce? Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. There are, there are many challenges. I think probably the biggest challenge is, is trying to get across that actually what we do is we try and avoid the word subscription as a starting point. We, well, we try as much as we can um, to avoid the word subscription because we don't actually tie you into any sort of subscriptions. Um, you actually take out plans with us. So you can, can you can create as many plans as you like and you can cancel whenever you like effectively. So you could order today and cancel your plan tomorrow um, or you could completely cancel your whole account. So I think that the challenges that we face as a subscription e-commerce retailer is trying to convince the public that they have that complete flexibility and convenience at their fingertips effectively. So how we do that, um, I mean, before you purchase from us, how we do that is we try and communicate that via the various different acquisition channels that we work on. Um, and then what we find is actually once you're into the brand, you really understand how that flexibility really works. Um, but it's trying to get that message across from the start, which is sometimes the tricky side of things. So what we do is we have the store where we can allow customers to buy one-off bags of coffee, um, you can try the coffee out, try the service, and if you really like it, then you can you can jump into into the subscription, um, or you can continue buying one-off bags of coffee um, from the store. Uh, we we give customers a complete choice on how they want to purchase, so we're not just sticking to the whole subscription piece. Um, we're giving sort of um, a bit more choice on the on the consumer as well. What do you think the greatest challenges facing e-commerce now and in the next five years? I think for for us in, in the coffee world, I think the barriers to entry in e-commerce have become um, really low. So you don't need a huge amount of investment to 
to set up a coffee subscription business. Um, it's pretty much if you if you were to search on Google for coffee subscription, you would see um, tons and tons of competitors that are, that are trying to replicate um, what we do. So I think those barriers to entry um, potentially are going to be a challenge over the next five years. Um, I think the supply chain network, I think the accelerated growth that we've seen post lockdown is, is also going to cause some challenges. We, we've seen it um, firsthand with with our current courier not being able to um, meet meet the demand effectively. So Royal Mail having issues with supplying on a next day delivery. I think those challenges as this, I mean, people are talking about the acceleration has knocked 10 years off of e-com. I think that's going to have an even bigger impact on, on some of these supply networks like Royal Mail or some of the courier networks as well to actually keep up with the demand. And I also think, Again, this is not really related to the whole e-commerce piece, but it, it does have a direct relation to it. It's it's keeping up with the demand from a supply chain. So we've um, we've seen it ourselves in terms of the amount of green coffee we're having to buy. So we're having to push forward our plans, which are having sort of an impact on our supply chain. So it's making it more difficult for our farmers to, to be able to sort of pull forward our orders, if that makes sense. So it's a, it's a, it's a it's a pretty scary time at the minute in terms of where things are going, but it's exciting as well because I think we've seen, like I said, some huge growth over the last sort of nine months. Yeah, there's certainly been a lot of growth, hasn't there? And you're right to identify that the supply chain will will either suffer or, or struggle, and there has to be some innovation there to, to make sure it can cope with the demand. Yeah, and it's I mean it's it's everything from logistics where you're where you're looking at you know we 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 sea freight a lot of our green coffee in, con- in containers that you know trying to keep keep up with that demand in itself is, is a difficult one and, and trying to manage that as well that whole process um, is becoming more and more difficult what have you seen in e-commerce recently that has most impressed you I think the most impressive um, thing that we've seen uh, recently especially since lockdown is the speed at which people have adapted to this changing world has probably been the most impressive Thing that we've seen over the last seven or eight months since lockdown um, i think that's changed massively to where we were a year ago um, bringing in new new customers new profiles into the business um, is yeah it's been pretty impressive great well thank you so much for joining me today ted it was really good to have you on the podcast thanks dylan that was ted of packed coffee telling us all about the unique challenges that he faces in subscription e-commerce. I'm Dylan Gray, a founder of Boon, a startup that uses psychology and AI to help shoppers discover great products using intelligent shopping assistants. Be sure to subscribe to catch our future episodes of updating e-commerce. Until next time, thanks for listening.